Here's the thing. Sometimes with networking or what I see is that people abuse their connection. 100%. So for example, like if you meet someone, let's say you meet someone that's big and then you start asking them for favors before you build the relationship. How, explain how that could be detrimental. Super detrimental because like we're humans. People forget sometimes that we're yeah, humans. Yeah, exactly. For instance, the lady who did the Barack Obama event, mm -hmm. I knew who she was, got her contact. I didn't hit her up right away because mm -hmm. it's like, I'm a chess player. Exactly. exactly. So everything I do in life, I try to do it like the game of life is chess. So you have to be very strategic, but like every piece on the chessboard plays a significant role. You can't overdo it. Yeah. The queen can overdo it. You know yeah. what I mean? The knight can go diagonal this way, but there's certain pieces. So you got to be very, very strategic. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just... You don't shoot yourself in the foot literally exactly. by doing too much. Mm -hmm. And you know, less is more. I've always learned that less is more. I agree. And that's what's got me to like some of the biggest stages in the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Black is New Rich podcast. And today we got a very special guest. They call him the voice of the culture. I've been knowing him for over 10 years and he's been doing his thing, traveling across the world, um, doing being an MC and a, a lot of other entrepreneurial uh, things. But, you know, I don't want to keep on talking. Can you please introduce yourself? Yes, sir. MC Ebone, the voice of the culture. If you need a voice, I'm your choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Master of ceremonies. Well, yeah, known you, my Dope. brother. And, um, Thanks for having me. I know it's, it's, it's been supposed to happen, but I'm happy it's happening right now. Yeah. Proud of you, though. Black Thank is you. the new rich, Thank man. Thank you. We're here. damn right. We're here. We're here. So, I, shit, we go back uh, a long time ago, and I, I, you've been doing your thing for a long time. Uh, whenever there's an event in the city, you're probably going to do it, right? 100%. So, but before we get into what you're doing now, um, just take us back from, like, even college. How did this journey start? Yeah, so I'm um, shared in college. That's where we met. You know what I mean? Hooping days. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, it what's crazy is it actually started over there because yep. I got a lot of opportunity. Shout out to Omega and Havaya, the whole family. When she was at Sheridan, mm -hmm. she plugged me in doing like the pubs and I was doing the Sheridan Bruins games. Yeah. So shout out to Coach Flack, you know, um, did the men's and women's game. But um, yeah, my, my homies had a radio station called TNV. Thursday Night Vibes. Mm -hmm. And um, we went to high school together, so I guess they couldn't do it no more. Mm -hmm. So they hit me up, like, yo, we have this radio station, there's an opportunity. And I was like, what? Like, let's do it. I didn't even know what I was doing. I'm like, yo, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Then I found out that the radio station had, like, it was online, but it also had 89.5. So that was, if you're in the west end, east end of Toronto, you could hear it a little static, but that was at a Seneca York campus out in Bayview. Mm -hmm. So I took that opportunity, did the uh, radio station Thursday Night Vibes every Thursday, had a couple DJs, um, Donette, Hype Green, and then I stuck with DJ X Bunny who helped me. And every Thursday we were just doing it, playing music online. At that time, African music, Afrobeats wasn't a wasn't thing. Wasn't an in so yet. So yeah. that was the outlet for Toronto. So we were like, Trending in Toronto, Ontario, yeah, almost every week. So you guys were playing Afrobeats, yeah, yeah, dance. yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll, that's we'll mix the hip hop, the R and B, the reggae was a must, yeah, and then throw in the African music because nobody, there was no channel for that, yeah. And that that's where a lot of traffic, like Instagram, just picked up. So that's why I was able to grow a lot of engagement and um, followers on Twitter and Instagram at that time because it wasn't really a thing; it just had started. And then yeah, we took it from there, and then the XB. He knew like the big, deep, like white boys, Steenie, the Charlie B's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then through the radio station, they're like, yo, bring it to these clubs and parties. So Cool House, Government, 
and then we just took over from there literally Jeez. and I didn't even know what I was getting myself <laughs> yeah. into but I, I'm glad that I yeah. I took on the opportunity shout out to XB because he was on me like he was like yo I heard you have a radio station I want to be your DJ yeah like he would literally follow me to parties and he was so aggressive that at I was the like, time yo. did you know could you foresee what you're doing today nah, or? I had no idea like the first time I picked up a mic I was doing it for free yeah they handed me 50 bucks shout out to Afro Entertainment and I was like when I collected that 50 yeah, bucks at that time, yeah. that was big. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I filled yeah. up my tank. I was like, yo, <laughs> okay, I could do this. Yeah. And then we did like back-to-back -back New Year's Eve. It was the 31st and January 1st. So I made 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, like I'm coming from paid. working jobs, waited two weeks. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, we could do this. Yeah. I just took the gamble. No, no risk, no reward. So. Yeah, 100%. So for the people that, you know, that haven't seen you uh, do an event, I've seen you control a room. <laughs> right and that's a skill in itself and even for myself like i eventually i want to get into public speaking right um give me some tips on how you control a room um to be honest it, it's become <laughs> so natural and like thank god for my parents like from from if you if you watch my childhood videos i put some on instagram i don't know why but my parents are always recording me mm -hmm. so i was always in front of a camera like at church i always picked up the mic i was the one to just be so like church played a big part okay because we had to like read your bible scriptures in front of everybody everybody okay from young mm -hmm. you had to go up there do your commandments read the bible scripture yeah. memorize it so from church days it made it very very easy and then like High school, middle school, I was always the loudest in the room. Literally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, literally one of my teachers, like, Miss um, Magarelli, shout out to her. I have to actually go find her. But she's like, yo, one day you're going to be a star. You're going to actually become this voice. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy. And in the, my math class, she wouldn't even really make me do the work. Mm -hmm. She would mm -hmm. just make me speak and tell everybody what work we had to do. Wow. And she would hold me down. Wow. So she's seen your potential. Yeah, big, big, big. Made me run the candy shop at the school store. Yeah. So, like, that's where a lot of the business ethic came from and just learning little things. But then, you know, you became that guy at the school. So, I went to Chinkuzi. Wasn't really that big of a school in Brampton. Yeah. But I made, like, a song, Bouncy Bouncy, that went viral on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to yeah. take it down because a church pastor's daughter was in it. Like, oh, God. So, a lot from, like, grade <laughs> 10, 11, it picked up. And in college, being around you guys, like, yeah. hooping with you guys. And yeah. The thing that you guys didn't realize, you guys were so good at ball, the fact that you guys embraced me not knowing who I was, mm -hmm. and then being the voice of the team, yes. that built my confidence to be like, okay, okay, I can really do this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I had yeah. this talk with Jelani the other day, and he's like, yo, you've come so far. I'm like, yo, you guys really, really helped jeez, me. Like, jeez, Those ball okay. runs, those, yeah. it, it paid a part. So when I look back, I'm like, but you know, there's little tips where I, I always, before I speak, it's already in my head mm -hmm. like what i'm about to say did you know that the black dollar leaves the community within six minutes that's why we are excited to introduce the new black is the new rich app designed for the black community to be more intentional about where we spend our dollar the directory consists of mostly financial services like real estate agents financial advisors tax consultants mortgage agents videographers photographers and many more with our app, you can easily find and connect with quality services that are owned by black entrepreneurs. And to ensure the integrity of the service on our app, all directory members are held accountable if they receive multiple bad reviews. Our mission is to circulate the dollar and provide quality services to our community. Download the Black is the New Rich app today and start investing in your... Yeah. It's already put in my head when I'm driving or if I'm by my... The are you other practicing day, in the car and I stuff doesn't like even know. My manager doesn't even know this, but the other day I was home just chilling and I just had to like boost myself. So I was just doing something. I was... 
my chest <laughs> and screaming. I'm like, yo, I'm Ebo. Like I had to really get back into my groove. Yeah. But those are little things I do. And then obviously, you know, listen to the greats and, and watch some podcasts and some shows and just kind of, I like to rewatch my videos a lot. Okay. So that's big. Huge. Okay. So I try to learn or like the World Cup video, like if somebody likes it or comments, mm -hmm. I'm rewatching it. And like taking back to some of my big moments, like the Barack Obamas and mm -hmm. whatever big things that I've done, yeah. to see where I can learn and take it to the next level. But I've had a lot of great mentors in this game, like you know Tyrone Edwards, T Rex, yeah. Akil Augustine from like OVO Bounce Day yeah. that actually helped me. And I honestly, the OVO structure and Drake, yeah. I've studied them so much that it's like if you see where they came from, he knew he was going to become this guy. Yes, yes. And you have to have that built-in confidence to become great. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, you know, I know when you start your public speaking, it's the same thing. It's yeah. like what you're doing right here. Like, you're like this is practice, to be honest. And you know, we talk about practice. So yeah. When we're in, the, <laughs> we're in the, the, the main, like, the more repetitive you are, it just becomes a skill set where you can just get it. Like, we did one event. I won't say too much. I don't want him to know how mm -hmm. we did it, but we literally prepared 24 hours before and I was like Shit. going crazy. Yeah. We had to sit down. I was drinking water. I'm yeah. like, yo, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Big government event. And we nailed it. But that just came with a lot of practice. Yeah. And you know, over time you'd be able you to build like, your confidence. Cool. So I've seen you uh in the room with a lot of different people, a lot of big people. I've seen I went through your Instagram today. I seen like Fab. I seen I believe that I, see, I seen Obama. Yeah. Obama. I seen polit like other politicians. <laughs> Tell me about some of the the people that you've worked with that we all know. Yeah, um, our former mayor, John Tory, that one was big because um, that's at a, at a time where like I realized I needed the city of Toronto's backing. Yeah. And when I got in through the political aspect, that's where a lot of the government stuff you see me doing. Um, Barack Obama, that was huge. Jeez. That was the start of 2020, so just before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And like I lost my son in 2018, so like oh, geez, sorry. it happened. Yeah, I appreciate that. It happened. The Barack Obama happened at a time where they only gave me tickets to go to the event. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the tickets, I'm like, I don't want tickets. Yeah, yeah, you want. I need to speak. Yeah. So I literally DM the lady who was putting it on. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my gosh, we actually don't even have an MC. Yeah. So she reached out to one of the people that actually recommended me already. Mm -hmm. And then he reached me out. He's like, yo, Gary, shout out to Gary Newman. Um, he reached out to me. He's like, yo, I don't know what you did, yeah. but they want you to host this Obama Holy. event. He's like, what did you do? I'm like, yo, I sent her a DM. Yeah. And literally, like, one day I'm going to break it down because it's all it's literally Instagram. I shouted her on the DM. I'm like, hey, I got tickets. Yeah. But, like, if you need me. I'm here. I'm here. So when you do that, right, when you reach out to people, do you show, okay, this is the list of work I've done? Like, how does that work? Nah, literally, I'm going I'm I'm <laughs> yeah, to bring I wanna, up. I want to get gotta, into gotta, the game. Yeah, let me bring this one up because this that one was like big chess. Okay. Because I hosted, shout out to C-Toronto. So C-Toronto is a, a center for young black professionals. Mm -hmm. So I joined them um, and they, I was hosting a graduation. Mm -hmm. So after the graduation, they're like, oh, Everybody is now getting tickets to the Barack Obama event. Mm -hmm. Now, I had host the same people who were putting on the event. I hosted their event like in November. Yeah. So, Barack Obama, January, I hosted the event in November. Okay. They were talking about something big happening. And Gary was like, yo, trust me, now that you got in, yeah. like, trust me, something big is happening. So, just stay by my side and okay. keep doing what you're doing. So, then when I peeped that all of this is happening, I'm like, yo, they told me that like, they'll use me. Yeah. I'm seeing flyers. I'm not involved. I remember seeing a uh, rose gold, rose gold yeah. posted a flyer that she's DJ. Yeah. Like but that's my homie. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, <laughs> why am I not yeah, in yeah, there? I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then um, 
I literally took the chance. Like I'm when I when I bring up this this DM, you're gonna be Oh, that's crazy because you, I always say like, you know, um whether it's emceeing, whether it's just public speaking, I feel like those type of jobs, like you, th there's money in them, money. But I feel like a lot of people don't know how to navigate the business part of it, you know. So after you show that DM, I want to get into the business aspect of it. Yeah, man. So literally January 19, I think the event was like the 20, 23rd, mm -hmm. 29th, one of those. I literally, um, January 19th, so the graduation was the 18th. I, I literally, yeah. Can you read it? It's crazy. Can I read it? Yeah, you, okay. read it, you read it. So it says, hey, how are you doing? I worked with you guys last year at Ryerson. Uh, best way to contact you. Yeah, you're just being super cool, like introducing yourself. I see you guys partner up with the fact and I have my good friend, Rogo Golden. That's what I want to So we haven't even really yeah. broke this story down. And literally, she she said like that message. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna reach out to Gary." Yeah. And then, um, literally, Gary texted me, and I was like, "Yo, off a DM." Wow. So and shoot your my, shot. Shoot your shot. One of the biggest events, big page. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna pay psh, big payday." Yeah. That was a big <laughs> one, and and psh, that has helped me travel the world. Like anywhere I go. Yeah. That's one of the first things they're saying. Like. Messiah Jury's um, non-for-profit team just hit us up the other day, mm -hmm. um, Giants of Africa, mm -hmm. and they want to get some work done. And he's like, yo, like I seen, and when I was thinking about it, I'm like, yo, they don't even know how I got this stuff Jeez. done. But you shoot your shot, you never know, right? And it could take you anywhere. Okay, so for the MCs coming up, when it comes to the business as aspect of the game and negotiating deals and finding gigs, I guess, let's, how did you start, I, I, you explained it a little bit earlier, but even now, like, how are you finding your gigs or are just gigs coming to you? Yeah, so um, a big shout out to Shane Sterling. So he started uh, Vanguard and um, he reached out to let Mike, Matt Mogul. Matt mm -hmm. Mogul reached out to me like, yo, there's this Nike um, thing that we're doing and mm -hmm. we want you to be a part of it. And at that time, I was the voice of the party. Mm -hmm. So when I met Shane Sterling, he's the one who taught me about branding. Yes. And like that's when get I, into that later. Yeah, too. yeah, <laughs> it switched to the voice of the culture because shout yeah. out to the Migos, culture, that, that, their okay. album. Yeah. That's what made me switch because I was listening okay. to that, um, did some videos. So, sorry, did you feel like when you were the voice of the party, that was pigeonholing you into just doing parties? Tyrone Edwards, man, he, 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 I Shout realized just, yeah, he was the one that was letting me know, like, yo, you gotta switch it up a little bit. There's a bigger lane for you. Like, yeah. parties is cool, mm -hmm. but there's some real corporate bags. And if you're still stuck in this party thing, yeah. you're not gonna get there. So you gotta mm -hmm. switch it up. So I was listening to all these things. Um, at that time, because of like C Toronto, I went to the Remix Project. Yes. When I started to host OVO Bounce, that's when OVO Basketball now, but that's mm -hmm. when I was like, okay, branding, Nike. Like they're teaching us all these business etiquettes or in business class. Shout out to Low, and I'm like, yo, okay, I gotta switch this up. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm rebranding. Yeah, I gotta rebrand. Yeah. At that time, I I I just came out of jail. Yeah. So like, I even lied to Remix Project <laughs> just to make sure I got in the program. Yeah. And then when I told them, they actually liked it and yeah. they stuck by my side because I had I was on house arrest and I had like curfews, so mm -hmm. it was like only so much I could do. Mm -hmm. But I was paying attention. And like Daniel Division, yeah, um, yeah, I should have said Division first. He's my <laughs> teacher, Daniel. But when I realized who he was, because at the time he was just one of the mandem. He's a yeah. teacher. He's cool. Yeah. Then you find out he's this big Singer. artist. Drake <laughs> signs him. Yeah. And like I was with this guy every day. Then there's Jesse Reyes. Mm -hmm. Then like 
you know, the, the list goes on because Remix Project birthed a lot of goats. So I was just paying attention to the greats. Mm-hmm. Like I would literally go on Tyrone Edwards' Instagram. Okay, why is he posting like this? Yeah. Why is he moving like this? Why? Yeah. Like, I'll be at parties, but he's not posting the parties. Yeah. But he's posting this. And now when you look back, see him on eTalk, like, I get it. You understand how he got there. Research. Okay. And listening. Like a lot of listening. Shane literally taught me everything I know. He's like, yo, these brands, you want to work with them? So I was able to bless. What what, what are brands looking for? Yo, they're looking for. So at the time, Mm -hmm. my Instagram was like MC underscore Ebone. I remember. So Mm -hmm. I switched it because Shane taught me about the double letter effect. So what is that about? (laughs) Yeah. So two letters. So like. I'm MC Ebone, yes. double E. Yeah. So Shane Sterling, double S. Uh, Matt Mogo, double M. Okay. Brooklyn okay. Brand, double B. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So that was a big thing. He's like, yo, that, like when your name can catch attention, that when ring, you're ready to do things, that ring. it rings to it. Yeah. So everybody found their way. So I was like, yo, like I remember talking to Matt. I'm like, yo, how'd you get the Mogo? He's like, yeah. yo, talking to Shane and doing my thing and this is what I want to do. Brooklyn Brand. Yeah. It's like everything was branding. Yeah. So like he put that Shane Sterling. Luckily that was his name. A lot of people get lucky too. Yeah. So when I found that out, I did my research. I was like, yo, MC really stands for E-M-C-E-E. Like Master Ceremonies is E-M-C-E-E. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that, made the switch immediately. Okay. And then if you look in Toronto, a lot of MCs now switched up their thing to yeah. be EMCE yeah. when nobody was doing that at the time yeah 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 so, yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of flattering and I just love to all my other MCs out there but yeah. I knew how like significant that change was in paying attention so oh, sometimes that little stuff that's a little change okay simple. I would never think about that no it's, it's deep okay. super deep so obviously you're in an industry where there's a lot of networking there's a lot of relationship building can you talk to me about the importance of that super super important you know your network is your net worth like mm-hmm. literally so anywhere i go and like i my manager will tell you all the time when it comes to dressing like alone before you even speak the way mm-hmm. you're dressed is what speaks into volume facts so facts. like i always know that in this world you can't do nothing alone and mm-hmm. you don't know who nobody is mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who like just by me doing little things like going to remix project buying everybody Tim Hortons or like if I'm going somewhere just bringing something just holds so much value and like value you know just you want to make sure that you keep everything clean like when you go on my Instagram page I just make it in a way where you come on my page you're just going to keep scrolling mm-hmm. the more you scroll you're going to see the work I've been doing and you'll be willing to work so that's how a lot of bookings come yeah. in like because if somebody tags me on a post or posts me somewhere they're going to click they're going to look it's clean yeah it's right, exactly cool. what they're looking for. Exactly. Okay, makes sense. But here's the thing. Sometimes with networking or what I see is that people abuse their connection. 100%. So for example, like if you meet someone, let's say you meet someone that's big and then you start asking them for favors before you build the relationship. How, explain how that could be detrimental. Super detrimental because like we're humans. People forget sometimes that we're yeah, humans. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're, like, today, shout out to this guy today. Yeah. I was at a Union Station and I was just sitting eating. Mm-hmm. And this guy passed me and he held me up. He's like, yo, Ebon, you're doing your thing. I held him up. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, yo, I really can't go nowhere. Like, but it, was, <laughs> it was cool because I was just trying to eat. Yeah. The man went upstairs and came back. Oh, jeez. But, he, but he's smart. Yeah. Then he's like, yo, you don't know. I seen you like 16 years ago on the bus. Yeah. And like to see what you're doing now, wow. I just want to introduce, he's like, he was going up the escalator and he's like, yo, I just have to introduce myself. I couldn't let this go by. Yeah. And I rated it. I'm like, yo, like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me what he was into. His cousin's doing music. Yeah. So like that already 
made me want to even help. Yes. Because you didn't have to do that. You yeah. could have been rushing. You know, I gave him my number, texted, and he was cool. He's not doing the most. Yeah. He's like, yo, here's his Instagram, here's his music. If you like it, let me know. I can send you more. Mm-hmm. He didn't do too much because mm-hmm. he's, I don't know what he does on his spare time or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He'll watch this. I'm going to send this to him yeah. so he knows. <laughs> but I felt that key. And people don't know. It's like, like I said, going back, we're humans. So like, you don't even know we could be having an off day. 100%. Something could go wrong. Mm-hmm. But we got to, like, you know, it's in the Bible too. We're talking about biblical stuff, but treat others like you want to be treated. So it's like, and one thing I forgot to mention when it comes to network is like your confidence. You introducing yourself, what mm-hmm. you do, keeping it short and simple. Mm-hmm. And trust me, if it's meant to be, it's going It'll to happen. be. It'll happen, exactly. Because even sometimes now, people will approach and they just want to tell me about their idea right then and there, or they just want to text me about their idea, but I'm like, let's build a relationship first. Yep, we yep, just yep, yep, met. Yep, like, yep. I, like, I want to do um, business with people that I genuinely have a relationship with, you know, and I just feel like people will forget that, that human aspect that you're talking about. That's the biggest part. So I keep it like, there's so many times, so many people, like for instance, the lady who did the Barack Obama event, mm-hmm. I knew who she was, got her contact. I didn't hit her up right away because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm a chess player. Exactly. So exactly. everything I do in life, I try to do it like the game of life is chess. So you have to be very strategic. But like every piece on the chessboard plays a significant role into trying to win. Mm-hmm. There's only so many moves the knight can do. Yeah. So it's like that L's all you can do. Mm-hmm. That's three steps. You can't overdo it. Yeah. The queen can overdo it. You know yeah. what I mean? The knight can go diagonal this way. But there's certain pieces. So you got to be very, very strategic. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just... You know, shoot yourself in the foot literally exactly. by doing too much. Mm-hmm. And you know, less is more. I've always learned that less is more. I agree. And that's what's got me to like some of the biggest stages in the world. Jeez. And you know, I could sit here today and just be here with you. Yeah, yeah. And literally, we have a great relationship and more is going to come out of it. But mm-hmm. it's like when we went to earn your leisure. Yeah. My manager saw your hat. Yeah. Your yeah. hat alone did yeah. wonders. Yeah. Took the picture. But it's like certain things, my bad, certain things. And that goes back to what we were talking about dressing and certain little things, branding is so key because mm-hmm. that will start another relationship. And that's what kind of got us back into our common black. Like, okay, let's do this. Gonna, let's do yes, this. exactly. Really fair, 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 fair. So, so you're traveling all around the world and I, I want other MCs to see this and be like, yo, you can really make a living off of this, right? And how are you getting your international run? How's that working? Like, how's that happening for you? Some people would be shocked, but yo, we have family all over the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> so That helps. Yeah. So big shout out to Anthony Bennett, AB, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of my cousins. So like, well, for instance, when AB was uh, drafted, well, not drafted, but like when he got drafted, I went to New York. Mm-hmm. And at that time, my cousins were out in New York and I had a homie called Jay Badman. So I knew, like me and Randy sat down. He's like, yo, AB's about to go drafted. Like, if you want to come to the draft, let me know. I took the train with Freddie to just go. Mm-hmm. And then we end up setting up the whole draft party for him because he went number one. Mm-hmm. Then we did the one in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because me being there at that moment, no one knew AB was going to go number one. Yeah, no one, no one, no one. He wasn't supposed to go number one. Yeah. But literally me being there in mm-hmm. that moment and, you know, I was watching Earn Your Leisure. They, were, they did this video the other day where they were just talking about being in the room. Yeah. And not yes, just being. Yes, yeah, I seen yeah, that too. That was just, it's like just being in the room there's so much to it because you can miss out and miss out on so much money by not being, being in the room. Yes. Some people look at, oh, it's this, like, it's too much. It's going to cost this ticket. Yeah, we, me and Freddie went on the bus. I don't even remember where I slept. To be honest, I probably slept in Randy's hotel or like me and Freddie, I remember at the hotel before Randy got there, we slept after, bu- after the bus. 
We slept at the hotel and the couches were so tired. Jeez. I don't remember work because after that night we didn't sleep. We mm-hmm. did part like we went number one. Yeah. We had like three celebrations back to back. But me being there in that moment did mm-hmm. so much for me. Yeah. And maybe even realize, yo, this is bigger than life. Yeah. Like my friend just became a millionaire just, yeah, like just overnight. <laughs> Literally. Like crazy. And I was only like it was me, Randy, Freddie. There wasn't yeah. a lot of us. In there. New York yeah. at the Barclay Center. Yeah. So when I tweeted, yes, we just went number one, that got retweeted. Uh, it spread it like everywhere. Yeah. But just if I wasn't there, it wouldn't be the same. Yes, exactly. So that is what birthed me in downtown. Okay. So now, like, I remember the whole time coming up, I wanted respect in downtown. I came up in the dance hall scene. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't really respected. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just a dance hall MC or he's just like the club MC. But downtown was like the pinnacle where you want to get to. Yeah. But the minute I surrounded myself around the NBA player, it changed everything. Uh, the perception of everything. So it's like, oh, not only is the MC, he's with the NBA guys. Not only is he with the NBA guys, like he's rolling with these guys. Yeah. Like he's there at the draft. Yeah. Like everything just changed. Okay. Now, so now I'll reach out to my cousins and tell them like, okay, I'll tell my cousin like, yo, you know what? Let me just host your event. Mm-hmm. I'll get there. I just need to stay at your house and then we'll figure out payments later. Yeah. But I knew I had cousins everywhere. So like Columbus is Columbus, Ohio. That's one of my biggest places where I do weddings, yeah. parties, concerts, everything over there. My cousin, family friend, church friend, Harrison. Yes. I reached out to him. I'm like, yo, I want to start. I need to start doing more stuff in the States. Okay. So you're using your network in your family. It's deep. And and basically you're saying, okay, I have family in Columbus. I'm going to call someone. I want to do an event. Whether I get paid or not, I'm just going to step my, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make my mark there. So everyone sees that I'm moving around. I'm moving. And once everyone sees that I'm moving, then more opportunity comes. Chess. Chess. And literally (laughs) like. During the pandemic, I did my first wedding I got to do was in Columbus. Okay. And go years back, that's the first place that like embraced me. First city that paid for my flight hotel. After that, like they paid for my flight, hotel payments. Yeah. And it was like a regular thing. Now, all my cousins in New York, Washington are like, yo, (laughs) we need you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just a domino effect. Okay. But you know, there was times I'll tell these guys, I'll be like, there was one time AB held me down at his, um, his spot. I literally stayed at his crib. And I was hosting events in New York mm-hmm. and they didn't know where I was staying, but shout out to AB, I was mm-hmm. staying at his place and then they'll just pay me all in. Wow. And as long as I had a place to stay in. Then you're good. Then you're good. Okay. Good go. So it's like outsourcing, but like not only in your city, people think it's too much in your, like it's in your city. Yeah. But back to like OVO. So when I was hosting OVO Bounce, mm-hmm. I knew how important like the OVO brand was. Yes. Drake, Toronto. So like I remember there's a picture on my gram where I take a selfie. I was literally emceeing and Drake comes by mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, I need this now, 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 now. No. I'm like, yo, Jiz- I'm on the mic. I'm like, yeah. yo, Jizzy, yeah. can I get a pic? Yeah. He's like, yo, let's do it. I took the picture, yeah. but because I was so nervous yeah. and it happened so quick, yeah. the picture came out blurry. Oh. But remember, it's Drake, so yeah. all eyes everyone are on Drake. Knows. Everyone knows. The and photographer seen it. took the picture of me getting the picture, so I got oh, a clear professional okay. picture of the picture. So the first picture went crazy, yeah. but then when everyone saw it and I broke it down... And it's uh, everything's obviously perception, and now they see you with Drake. And then even when I went on your Instagram, I'm seeing Fab, I'm seeing a bunch of people and that's all helping your brand because I'm guessing now everyone's like yo who's that guy what does he do I need him at my events literally and, and it just works like that and like even that wasn't my first picture with Drake cause um Charlie B had invited me out to 
Drake night. So back to Randy. Randy gave me. I just came out of jail. Yeah. My I'm supposed to be home. Mm-hmm. And Randy says, "Yo, you know what? Let's go to a Raptors game. It's Drake night." He brings me out to Drake night. I literally call Charlie B. I'm like, "Yo, Charlie B had these sick Raptor jackets. I um put the Raptor. I bought the jacket. Yeah, hundred and something bucks, and put that on. Went to the game, and then Charlie B is like, "Yo." We're doing Drake night at Lost and Found mm-hmm. at a plus one. And I got there. But when, like, when I'm there now, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm on house arrest. Yeah, oh, I need fuck. to be going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only way out of this, to my mom is ringing me down. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I promised her, I'm like, I'm just going to the game. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's it. But now we just got invited to like the club, OVO party. I'm like, Randy's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, bro, what do you mean? We're going. My mom's ringing me down. Oh, I'm not listening. God. But I'm like, yo, if I get a picture with Drake, mm-hmm. That'll change everything. I sent to my mom. At least one thing. My parents don't really listen to hip hop music, but they know Drake. So I got there. I knew, and I'm so smart because of clubs. I know what it is. So like, when you see a section blocked off for somebody, yeah, that's that means somebody special. big is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I literally waited. Let's say there was a booth like this. I'm mm-hmm. standing in front of the booth. Mm-hmm. So when Drake and them come, now they're right in front of the booth. Yeah. Drake just ends up beside me. It's Drake, P-Rain. Yeah. I see the photographer. I look at him. I'm like, yo. Take this. Took the picture. <laughs> he sent it to me the next day. Yeah. My mom was pissed, but then I sent her the I got the picture the next day. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to her. And literally after that day, my mom left me alone. She said, you know, wow. you know what? Do your thing. Like, yeah. As long as you communicate with me. Because you're playing chess. Makes sense. So like just... It's like thinking outside the box. Like it's really not that hard. But yeah. once you build confidence into yeah. knowing you can like do this, yeah, it becomes like natural. Like okay, everything is like I yo Fifty Cent. I knew he was gonna become this biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, get Richard Dyer. China was shot in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, this guy's yeah. He's been yeah. in the movie. Yeah, like he's been shooting a documentary of his life. Yeah. He's been so aggressive of knowing that he's the man. Yeah. Does it care? Because he has an un, unwavering confidence. And we all go through trials and tribulations. So, like, you know, when he went through his trials and tribulation, that's what builds confidence. Because it's like when you're down at the bottom, the only way is up. Yeah. So you have no choice but to succeed. Oh, geez. So I want to talk about the the early mistakes that you might have made because everyone likes to talk about their successes. We're still making mistakes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Even it's now, mistakes. yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> but the early mistakes, Yeah, let's oh talk boy. about early mistakes and let's talk about some of the challenges that you're going through now. Probably the early mistakes was just thinking I knew everything. Mm, explain that. Elaborate that. Like, literally, you're becoming... I remember 2011, that's when I started. And now, because the radio station, you're the man. Everyone's e this, e that. Everyone's trying to book you. You're just... People see they want pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't gotta listen to nobody. Mm. I got my own ego. Like, yeah, you really yeah, can't yeah. tell me nothing. Yeah. Like, I know where I'm going. I'm with mm. the celebs. Like, I'm hosting the biggest concerts. But at that time, like, trust me, if I was to go back, I would. There's so many things I did wrong. Like, not capitalizing off of like what we were making 2011. 20, we were making so much money. Yeah. Like off of parties I was doing. So every time I used to do a party. I wanted to make sure I was the guy. So I would go to Chinese, Hang Shing was the, the spot. We would go, there was another restaurant too, I forgot. I think it was Gardens or something, some restaurant. After the parties, I'm buying food for everybody. Oh, geez. So you're just balling out. Like, I didn't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm buying food. Like, oh, you bought a ticket at my party? You yeah. supporting me? Here, take your money back. Oh, Like God. stupid, dumb yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. don't need to be doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, buying out. Thing, like there's so many hats now I have that I don't even wear. Yeah. That I remember I always wanted to be in lids. Yeah. I always when the new J's drop, I was just doing the most. 
Because but maybe it's because like you always wanted it earlier. That then, too, but I I, I overdid it. Yeah. I, I overdid it. Like I, my mom told me like I remember I bought a, a my first car was like this nineteen ninety three Honda Accord. Yeah, bought it at like isn't it a finish? I was fifteen. I didn't even have a license. Oh my god! I drove the car back to Brampton from Rexdale yeah. with bad plates. Oh. It like said 99. We had to, I used my car key to circle it. Oh my God. My mom was trying to tell me, calm down. Like, yeah. you don't need to rush. Like, yeah. everything would, it's gonna you know, would be smooth. But mm-hmm. I just knew how important it was. Because, like, when I was doing a radio station, I, my car I didn't even have insurance. Like, those times mm-hmm. we used to, like, buy insurance slips. That was the thing back in the day. So I was driving dirty, but mm-hmm. I had a plan. So, like, I knew, like, this radio station, you have to drive. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah, you have to get around. So, I would, but like if I listen to my mom if I just at that time I had people telling me like the owner of On The Rocks Jason he was trying to tell me to save your money you're gonna mm-hmm. need it one day yeah but I was like yo we're always gonna be doing these parties we're yeah. gonna be good you don't need to worry about nothing yeah and just like a lot of friendships fell out because they knew me from before who I was yeah but now I kind of moving different I wouldn't follow back the on Instagram ego. back in the day at that time yeah. it was so important yeah. to follow back but I'm like I don't need to follow you back uh, like, so they're taking it personal mm-hmm. super personal but now like years later all my people like I don't even care about that yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's different le- now it's the least of my worries but like business wise too I didn't register my business till I think 2016 mm-hmm. 2017 years in yeah 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 so I didn't register my business till later because a lot of universities and colleges were booking me and they're asking me for HST numbers. Oh, true. But at that time, my graphic designer who was helping me do it, my brand, she would always tell me like, yo, you got to register your business. You got to yeah. do your taxes. Yeah. You can write off all these things. Yeah. I just had cash. So I was just buying everything I needed, yeah. not knowing that this could be a tax write-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. get this back. So we we splurged, but we learned now. We're good now. Yeah. We're handling everything. Everything's, um, you know, taking care Corporation, of we're, yeah. we're good to go so, but. what are some of the challenges that you are facing now even at this stage um just what are we facing right now man well right now we're at a point where it's like we need to get a, a actual talent booking agent like that's one thing I learned okay. I was talking to Jabra yeah. from um, Get Fresh okay um, and he's like, yo, you're doing a lot of this on your own. Yeah. Imagine you had somebody. Like How does that agent. work? They, they just like get your gigs. They make a cut. Yeah. 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 So like agencies are already like companies are already signing contracts and deals with these guys. Okay. To set up stuff. Okay. Like it's already in the, because a lot of people think like Jabril, he's like, yo, who's your agent? Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, it's just me and my manager and my <laughs> team. Like, yeah. he's like, yo, you're doing this in like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, you're blessed. But trust me, you see what Tyrone's doing? Yeah. But he has agent. an agent. Yes, yes. That's yes. where you take it to the next level. So that's something that's new. I never even really heard that. Mm-hmm. And like, because I had guys like Shane who got me into Nike, got me into yeah, Jordan. Yeah, so you had the connects. But he was he was low-key an agent yeah. because he, like Nike, will basically reach out to him to do a contract. Mm-hmm. And then he sets up, organizes all these events. Mm-hmm. And then he just hires everybody. Mm-hmm. So he taught me that aspect of stuff. But even him, like, it took me a while to switch to the voice of the culture. Yeah. Because he was telling me, like, yo, you're doing good. Yeah. But you need a rebrand and switch everything up. And okay. then, like me so hard-headed until Migos came out with the culture but thank God they did because only God knows what I would have came up with but when I heard that I was like yo the sticks. I got it mm-hmm. I literally called Christine was my photographer Shireen Robinson Rainey I said yo I need to do a photo shoot right now um, at that time I reached out to my girlfriend's brother yeah. and she 
like I, I'm like, yo, he had a condo at Shangri-La, and then we did a big, uh, we did a recap. We did this video over there, and that is what big, January I dropped yeah. it in January, yeah. And that's what made everybody. I introduced everyone to who the voice of the culture mm, was. Because you're everywhere now, like everywhere. I see you everywhere. But geez, so let's talk about like negotiating your price. How does that work at this level? Are you still in the going back and forth, or is it like, yo, this is what it is? Yeah, no, no. We're right now. We're at it is what it is. Like I was talking, <laughs> I was talking to my boy the other day. He's yeah. like, yo, how much you charging for weddings? I told yeah. him the price. He's like, yo, like, yeah, bro, it is. What, like that's where we're at right now. Yeah, like we don't even bargain no more. Like mm -hmm. you know, sometimes just family you got the resume. Yeah, the resume speaks for itself. And if it's mm -hmm. an off day in the week, then we can work something out. But yeah. like, there's a standard, and like just came back from the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a resume. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. when you realize and you start working with these companies, you see where things are at. And back to Shane, like Shane taught me, like at one time I remember Shane's like, yo, and now you need to be charging $7.50 an hour. Like mm -hmm. I was like, huh? $7.50 an he's, hour. He's like, yo. And then he's starting to get me these uh, Nike's just boom. Yeah, pain, pain, pain. And you're like, yo. And once you reach a, a certain threshold, you can't go below that after. That's your price. Nope. And then... Doing your research because a lot of these events and a lot of these companies, when they're getting sponsored, yeah, the sponsorship dollars are there. They're there yeah. to spend it. So yeah. you'll literally shoot yourself in the foot if you just Low sell yourself. yourself. And then doing your research, like Shane one day told me, he's like, "Yo, go look what master of ceremonies actually charge. Go mm. look what uh, a public speaker actually charges." What and you're like, "Bro, they're getting racks. They're getting big money." Mm -hmm. So in order to get to that level, you gotta associate with the right people your brand has to align with what they're doing you need to showcase your talent put these things out there in socials like you know i'm right now probably one of the biggest challenges i'm i now have to change everything like i've mastered instagram i mastered yes. snapchat yeah all those stuff but i need to get on tiktok like i'm yeah, on tiktok yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's tiktok it's a little is different <laughs> bro it's a little different so i literally told ike that day, i'm like yo you know what we don't have time for this I need to find and hire a social media manager. manager. Yeah. That's just where it's at. Yeah. Because I'd be chatting. Like, even when I came back from Jamaica, I didn't post nothing. Yeah. I don't have time. Yeah. Like, we're so busy getting the real work done that we don't have time. And it's okay. Find somebody who's good yeah. at what they do. Yeah. And just delegate. Okay. So, I want to talk about branching out because I've seen, uh, it's PR, what is it? PR with Hutsey? What's the... Yeah, so I'm the director of PR, public relations. Okay. So, you've been an MC. Now you're the director of public relations. That's that's something totally different. How did you even branch out to doing something like that? And how important is to um, do other things? Yes, yes. So shout out to my Hutsey financial team. Um, the story is crazy though, but shout out to Tafari Bailey. He's a CEO. So literally, um, we met at Collision. Okay. So I met Tafari Bailey at Collision, but like that was last year's yeah, tech last thing, year, right? Yeah, last year. Yeah. So. Everyone saw the majority of people saw the Dragon's Den thing. So mm -hmm. I knew when I saw this guy, like the first time I saw him, I really introduced him properly. And like I introduced him to Randy, to Kisa at mm -hmm. that time. And then we followed each other, took each other's number. But see, you never know who's watching. So when we followed each other, Tafari was just paying attention to what I'm doing. And I'm just doing what I do, but I'm doing it at a, a level. Yeah. So when I did the World Cup now, it was like he reached out to me like, yo, Ebon, we got to connect. Like, mm -hmm. I see what you're doing, but yeah. this is crazy. You just did the <laughs> World Cup. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You got a lot of great relations and you literally introduced, because Tafari at the time, he didn't know a lot of people. Like, mm -hmm. And it makes sense because to be who he is today in that financial space, you got to lock in. You have to lock in, exactly. You don't have time for people. And networking outside. like crazy. 
So like sometimes when I'm introduced to people, I'm like, yo, you don't know this person? He's like, yo, I have no idea. But when we came back, he reached out to me. He's like, yo, can you host um, my New Year's party? And it's crazy. I called Ike, my manager. I'm like, yo, I'm supposed to go to Ghana. Mm-hmm. But Tafari, he wants me to host this, his New Year's Eve party. Yeah. You know? So like, but I need to lock in with this guy because what he's about to do, he's about to change though. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Hutsi, it's a um, financial institution who's helping people like from your, build your credit with a debit, debit card. card. Yeah. Yeah. So the first Big debit time. card to help you build your credit. Game changer. And like getting approved from- Especially bank, for our yeah, community. It's, it's huge, it's huge. And he came from a bank space. So like literally we connected after we did the New Year's Eve party and, mm-hmm. and killed it. Um, we're like, yo, let's follow up. And then we, we went out to eat. I went to his crib and he's like, yo, this is what we're doing. This is what I want to do. And like, yo, you literally know everybody that I'm trying to reach out to. I don't have time to. Mm-hmm. And there's no director position of public relations. So like, if you're down, I'll draft That's up a contract and let's get this done because you're already doing this. Yeah. Because what intrigued Tafari was I went to the World Cup the first time with Free. Mm-hmm. So Free is the reason why I went to the World Cup the first mm-hmm. time. But I was able to like leverage my relations in Qatar mm-hmm. and they brought me back for the second time. Oh, wow. So when he saw that, yeah, yeah, it's a done deal. It was like so. Then talk about how important it is, like just having value. Like he needed something that um, that you have, and that was like you know your your network and just your ability to connect. So how important is it to uh, have value when it comes to even business relationships? Because again, like we were talking earlier, some people have all these ideas, but it's only one way, mm-hmm. right? So how important it is. Have value again? No, nah, it's it's almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally everything because your perception of how people look at you is how your value and your stock go up. Facts, facts, facts. It's literally like you know sometimes you have companies reaching out and they're right away they're like yo we have X Y and Z but it's at a level because they already understand. Mm-hmm. Like if you're working with the government of Canada, if you're mm-hmm. working with these artists and this, we understand because we already work with some of these people. So now you're in spaces where people are familiar. Mm-hmm. So they already know. So when I went to Qatar and I came at a second time, we were able to bring out um, Stoneboy. So I was able to perform a Stoneboy. But they knew at the time they needed Afrobeat artists and they also saw me in Qatar. So they're like, yo, we want to do this. But they already understood yeah. where everything is at. Yeah. So like your value is everything. I always tell people it's like quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, the way you position yourself and the way you make yourself seen, the way you dress, the way you speak, the events that you're showcasing and what you're doing. Because I still do some of my friends' parties and stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I, did, I I can't promote it. And they're cool yeah, with it. Yeah, 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 like yeah. My value, the voice, yeah. my voice holds so much value mm-hmm. that they don't even need me to promote it. Yeah. They just probably need to put my name on a flyer. They don't need yeah. me to push it. Or and you put, don't have to promote it at this point. Nope. And they respect and know that like, okay, if Ebon's at this event, if I need to hit a bar quota yeah. or if I need people to enjoy themselves, it's going to get done. Yeah. So like, I've now shown and proved to everybody that like, yo, this is what I could do. So I can do things my way mm-hmm. and build my brand the way I want to and not worry. And you know, he still has some people like, yo, post a fight, but yeah, you know what it is? Yeah, when, yeah, those yeah, are my yeah, people yeah, I grew yeah, up with. Yeah, so they yeah, still yeah. want, yo, they see you, they still see the old you, which is okay because they grew up with you. But you know you gotta let them know hey, it's a new Ebo man. Right here, right? It's not it's not the same. This yeah, is E M C E E, not M C. So it it it's it, it's great, but like that's how that literally happened. Jeez. And my son's birthday, January twenty sixth, every year and it's crazy because that's the same day Kobe died. Oh, 
So like, yeah. but I look at it like, yo, okay, God, you're showing me yeah. Mamba mentality. Keep going. He could have uh, died on any other day. Mm-hmm. I literally went to the gravesite to that day and literally looked at my phone and I'm like, yo, Kobe just passed away and like it just messed us up. Yeah. But I was like, yo, all right, cool. I yeah. got to switch because a lot of people in times, they look at situations and turn into a negative. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at the positive in life mm-hmm. in a lot of things, even when things are going bad. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's gonna help you keep going and like overcome those. Of course, I still get sad. There's still days of I'm human, yeah, right. But we've mentally built this strong part in my space where I understand that life is just life. Things are gonna happen mm-hmm. that you can't control. Mm-hmm. So you gotta keep going. What are you gonna do? Dwell? Yeah, exactly. Like, you yeah. Could literally stay in a puddle and yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, and that does nothing for you. And then ultimately, that'll turn to a shit show at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Yeah. The, the reality of life is the world doesn't care what yeah. problems yeah, you're going Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's the reality. I know. And all, yeah, 100% because that's why I don't get too wrapped up in what's going on, 100%. I want to talk to you about one thing, social media. I know we touched on it a little bit, but I feel like your social media is very strategic as well. And it just makes sense now hearing you speak about playing chess. Um, just even the pictures that you put up with different people. How do you go about your social media? Um, so like, I'll give a little tip, like, cause we always talk about it. Like if I, for instance, if I meet an artist, like I'm not, I remember back in the day, it was always a thing for me to just get a picture with mm-hmm. the most famous person to show everybody that yeah. I'm in these rooms. Yeah. But then now as I grew up and realized like, yo, real relationships, like the fabulous picture, if you, it's me and Fab, you swipe, we're having a real conversation about yeah. doing stuff in Africa Yeah. and really like, you know, shout out to Kelly Anthony, he actually bought me the shirt. Ah, um, and you know we bought him a bottle and that bottle is what leveraged us to have a combo a combo uh, got numbers got his whole team number and we were able to do business that same night so like it's very strategic because you can meet one of those guys that's just pictures 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 but then you're labeled like you're gonna literally be labeled as oh you're just a guy who wants to be around the cool people get yeah. pictures there's no value to it like there's mm-hmm. nothing more coming out of it mm-hmm. and you know I just try my best to be real like I used to get so caught up in social media coming up. I've been doing this for so long. And now I, it's not like I don't I don't really care about it, mm-hmm. but I know how much value it brings to my business. 100%. I got to come back sometimes and like show you know, people. Show people. And there's this app. There's a couple apps that I use to just kind of remind myself like, yo, I got to post. Because mm-hmm. when it, in the moment when it's happening, I know it's real life. I'm trying to do the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So there's value in it. So you understand that like, yo, this is not just a picture, just business being done. Mm-hmm. And I could circle back. Like when I came out jail, I did, I, you know, jail, come out, you think you're gonna be a rapper, <laughs> ran out, rap and stuff. But the first song I put up, I did a rap and um, I mentioned Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, you know, blow up, be big like Barack Obama. And I did a vision board and the vision board had Barack Obama on it. And then I became the valedictorian of that program. And they gave me a plaque. Wow. I had Martin Luther King, wow. had, um, Barack Obama and other people on it as well too, Malcolm X. And I literally said, yo, I got to manifest this. Like, this is big. But I didn't know how I was going to do it. Wow. Wow. But now if you look back 2014, you'll scroll down to my Instagram, you'll see the rap is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barack Obama. So it's not, it it may not happen three years, four years, five years, but I always keep the story aligned so that it's just, it's storytelling. Yeah, yeah. My page is literally storytelling. Yeah, 100%. Because even when I was looking uh, through it today, I couldn't believe how much work that you've done in such a short period of time. I was actually cheating at Instagram because I'm like, you know how you're only allowed to have three pins? I need like... 10, 10, 20. I need need more than three because it's like, 
Yeah, you have a lot of big moments. moments. Big, 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 huge. Jeez. Well, okay. The last two questions we ask everybody on the show. And you don't have to say any names for the first one. But for the first question, it's what's the best advice that you received? And what's the worst advice you received? Hmm. I got (laughs) to think about this. No Hmm. names. Hmm. (laughs) This one is big. (laughs) I want to be real. See my manager Ike's in the cut. He be giving me advice every day, so I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to. He comes with the yeah. gems a lot. Like he's literally changed my whole life. But um, what is one thing? I'm gonna go to him though. I gotta do. What's one thing? Cause he's right here. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He's like, what's one thing? What's one th- no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up. No, right, I'm gonna bring it up. I gotta. What's one thing that the best advice? Honestly, probably the best advice he's probably giving me is like, literally what we were just talking about, like when trials and tribulations happen, it's already happened, right? So like, there's nothing you can do with it because you always want to be the better version of yourself. So just focus on you. Don't listen to that outside noise. Lock in mm. and really understand who's there for you. Because I, it took me probably till up to this year to realize that as much as I know people, I don't have a lot of friends. Mm. Like you think you do. Mm-hmm. But and like, you're around so many energies. And like people will show you through your like when you're going through difficult times or when you're going through anything in life, who's really your true friend. And like I can really say as much as I know people and there's like, you know, we have relationships, like there's not a lot of people I come and be like, that's my true friend. Mm-hmm. I know through thick and thin down times. Yeah, my back. And, and that's that's one of them. And that's through him. Because mm-hmm. now we're like in a whole new space business wise. Like we just opened up a company, the, the shoe cleaning company, Luxury Shoe Cleanser. And it's like, we're building something so great that he started in UK. Now we've started in Toronto mm-hmm. and you know, we're just three weeks in, but like the people who are supporting us are not even really our people, people. Yeah. We have our day ones and stuff coming, yeah. but the other day, a random guy, now he's my, fr- like he's my people. Mm-hmm. He dropped 22 shoes. Yo, geez. I'd even, he had to remind me at the store where I met him and I met him at my birthday. I didn't know him from nowhere, mm-hmm. but that's our number one customer right now. Yeah, wow. So it's like, we don't, the outside noise, we don't care about it. Whatever's happening, mm-hmm. we just focus on what's happening right now, who's our family, mm-hmm. who's really there for you. Like, I tell people all the time, whoever's watching this, who called you or texted you to check up on you to make sure you're good today? Yeah, 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 facts, facts. Maybe not today, yesterday, or yeah. like in the week. Yeah. Life goes on, people are life and then, you know, like, the people who I'm close to and stuff, like, we don't have to talk every day. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't, my, if literally all my calls are business and literally that's it. Yeah. Like, barely have time. Now, worst advice? Yeah, worst oh, advice man. I ever received. I think the worst advice I ever received in life was, um, you gotta be a gallus. I think that was the- Yo, that was mine. That was mine. I swear to God, that was mine. It's one of the worst, like, it was the most yeah, poisonous yeah. things that how we grew up because- like actually this is your segment yeah yeah no it was because at a time you're coming up you think like yeah this is cool this is what you mm-hmm. need to do and then you get older and you're like bro it's a distraction you no know, i'm trying to get married trying yeah. to have a family i don't have time for nothing like, yeah. i don't have time for this stuff yeah and that was probably the worst because at that time i don't want to give it off too much of the people know who, <laughs> who gave me that advice but we laugh about it now like when i look at them because he has so many kids now, so we, we, we laugh. Like, you know, I don't want to say too much. A lot of my people have a lot of kids. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we laugh about it. I'm like, yeah. yo, imagine I really took what you said in. Yeah. Like, I'll be wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. seeing the other side of it. I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. I don't want this. But that was probably the worst. Yeah, to be honest, that was mine. But just because of 
uh, like even just growing up just wilding and how uh, distracted I was, how much energy is going around to different places and where maybe if I utilize that energy properly, where I could even be right now, you know, or just having one person, you know what I'm saying? So I just felt like that was one of my worst advices to, to be honest yep, with you. Yep. And I'll throw another one too. Like yeah. back then younger, we always thought we had to finesse, you had to co-walk. Like, yes. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's different though. I, th- I feel, feel like we grew up in an era where that was the thing to do, but now it's being, I guess this era now is being authentic is what wins. Hundred percent, staying true to yourself. But yeah, that was you made me laugh. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> okay, so last question. Uh, we like to uh, make predictions on this show. So when you come back, I want to say, you know, Ebon, he did say he was going to do that. Where do you see yourself in five years? Mm, in five years, okay. So I'm, jeez, it's crazy. <laughs> That's good. So by that time, um, for sure, owning like from. Five to ten properties. Ah. Um, owning like a tch, more businesses and literally being able to like have a company that births other MCs. I was people. just gonna say, yo, why don't you the yeah, agency yeah, for yeah, yourself? Yeah. So you that's, have that, that many that, connections. That, yeah, yeah, that's that's the that that's the one because we're low key doing it because sometimes we're overbooked and we okay. gotta like spread delegate. Like, I do a lot of weddings, so um. Like Ike was literally telling me, yo, we not a, we need to do a separate page. What's crazy is yeah. I have the voice of the weddings page already. Okay. I already made Dope. sure I got that. But um making sure that like the wedding space, because I know everybody like when it comes to a wedding, everything that's needed in a wedding, I know. Yeah. So you just need to have a company umbrella. Yeah. And you just outsource yeah. all these things. So actually even off cam, I'm gonna give you a, a somebody's contact. He was on the show. Uh, he does the Raptors 905 MC. Okay, dope. Um, and I don't know if you guys can connect in any time. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Let's, let's definitely do that. But yeah, that's the... And, and you'll, you'll hear me like one day I'll be the voice of the Raptors too. We were talking... I was talking about it the other day. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark Strong who's been holding it down for years. Years. Um, but you know, it's just how it goes. Okay. I've I seen how this industry and things go. But like in that sports space, after the World Cup... I was like, oh yeah, I could do whatever. You could do anything at this point. speaks for itself. Okay, so five years, five to ten properties. We're gonna get the agency. Um, what what agency properties? That's oh. it for now. And um, what did I say properties, the agency. Oh, the more businesses. More businesses. Yeah, more. Yeah, and okay. and. Um, by then I'll be married with yeah. my kids. Okay. And I'll be, you know, black is easy, rich. Yeah. Easy, I'm, I'm over the lifestyle. I'm over. All right, brother. Um, I want to thank you for coming because we've been bouncing back for a little while to get this interview. I felt like you know you got gave a lot of gems because honestly, uh, I wanted to know your story for a while to be honest. And like I know, obviously I know a lot of MCs and I want to let people know that yo you can take this worldwide. Mm-hmm. You can make a living out of this. You can branch out into all other businesses and like you said you're the voice of the culture so i appreciate you coming i appreciate my brother thanks